0: Take two! What's happening, guys? Sorry about that. I don't know. I I, I honestly think that there's, uh, I don't know, somebody monitoring my internet or something like that where it's like, hey, you're going live right now? Well, guess what? Your internet just went off. And that's exactly what happened. As. The stream started all of a sudden, and just like got the messages like up, 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 and everything just shut down. Internet just shut down. Oh my lord! It's all crazy. It's all crazy, man. Ah, okay. What's happening, everybody? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? Ah, let's see. Here we go again. Yes, that's right, Eric. That's right. Now, oh, you would love that, wouldn't you, Jose? You'd love that. You would. You would. Bird, that's right, it's going on Nighthawk huh? Steph, how you doing? Here we are again. I blame the Dodgers. I blame the Dodgers. That's what I do. It's their fault. Two-minute warning, there we go. What's up, Jesse? How we doing? We got for Jason right here at Lock Zoo. How you doing? Ryan, oh, Ryan. Whoa, look at that. Where is it at? Come on. I put the, I don't know. I gotta adjust that thing, I thought I did, man, technical difficulties all around, what's going on? Alright, hello mom, how you doing? Good to see ya, love you, hello, Mr. Strongarm, how you doing? Alrighty, there we go, I thought I adjusted the, the delay, but apparently I didn't, there we go, thank you guys. Thank you guys. We got Mr. McKenzie, of course. How you doing? Ahoy, ahoy! Thank you for the super chat. Same with you. Bad bitches don't get anywhere by being on time. That's true. It's true. What she said. That's what she said. That's right. You had a false start, like the yeah, like the batons of Batmobile. Hey, what's going on, Matias Here, how you doing? I'm trying. To, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just trying to uh, make sure we don't have any more technical difficulties. That's all. What's going on there, Tony? Movie. Good to see. You. Thank you guys for the super chats. Very much appreciated, yeah, you know it, uh, you, you, you you know it, you know it, and uh, yeah, go Giants. Two game series, which is weird, why is it only two games? I don't get that, but hey, whatever, it's fine, it's perfectly fine, but uh, hope the guys are having a good day, sorry about that, uh, I don't know what happened, like I said, it's just like, it's like the internet just couldn't handle the stream, I don't know what's going on, we got Bruce Wayne here, Hello. how you doing, Stephanie T is also here. It happens, guys. It happens. So what could you do? What can we do? Um, but, yes, uh, hopefully you guys are having a good Tuesday. It is May 3rd. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And you have the notification bell on and all that stuff. If you want to become a member, do so. We're going to do, we do members only post show streams. I think I'm going to move those to Wednesday now. So we'll do it tomorrow. I think that's the better time to do it. It's like at the end of the three day stretch for Film Junkies. So, you know, we'll do that instead. We'll do it on Wednesdays. I think that's just a better day to do it. Unless it changed my mind. You know like tomorrow i'm not just kidding but yeah we'll do it tomorrow especially since we're getting a late start today and uh yeah if you guys want to join the patreon that's also there uh provided all the links provided down below like the sock meds everything follow me follow me and all that stuff so all right hoops yeah don't forget to do all that but anyways okay man it's just like you gotta be it was like one of those things where it's like you gotta be kidding me really really and it was funny because you know i had blue lights because my modem and my router have like blue lights what's going on rosemary good to see you um you know they have blue lights and it was all fine but then my tv went out and everything just and then all of a sudden it started blinking with that white light when it said yeah so i'm telling you it's spectrum it's because i used to be a cable guy they're fucking with me that's what's happening they're fucking with me how dare they how dare they anyways do i have this ready to go no of course not hold on so because i had to do that again all right let's get these tweets and let's see where we at here's a good start right here all right let's do it okay so let's start right here Black uh, Adam versus uh, Superman, which we all want to see. Kai Barr, who did this art right here, good job. I mean, hopefully, eventually, maybe we'll end up seeing something like this in the future, right? I mean, representation, you know, Danny Garcia, she represents both Cavill and and, uh, Dwayne Johnson. So, you know, it's something we eventually want to see. That'd be pretty sweet, right? So I like that art. And there's that video right there. And then speaking of art, uh, I think we talked about this on the Patreon stream. Um, but, yeah, Mr. Aaron Bailey, if you're out there, sir, very good job. He did like a, he did his own art when it came to the J. Oliva Batman Deathstroke storyboard. There you go. You got the reflection right there. Batfleck looks good. Yep, there he is, man. You can always uh, trust Aaron Bailey to uh, put out something right there. So, yeah, just to give you, like, a little bit of a – you know, something that almost looks like it's legit right there. Like it. Like it a lot. And of course, we'll be talking about that, all the red carpet stuff. Hey, so apparently, <laughs> so apparently, um, yeah, Uncle Ben's Killer does follow me on Twitter. Yeah, did you get, I mean, um, this was asked about, I mean, somebody asked me about this last night from Twitter questions. They asked about like, uh, um, You know, if I were to if I were to have like uh, the actor who played Uncle Ben's killer in the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And apparently um, he did. He did follow me. So uh, Uncle Ben's killer (laughs) follows me on Twitter. And I just thought that was like so random, such a random, such a random tweet right here from Mr. Jason right here that said, good news. Uncle Ben's killer just followed you. So it looks like he's interested in joining your stream. This is big. It just sounds funny. You know, never did I ever think that I like, oh, my God, Uncle Ben's killer is following me on Twitter. Crazy. Right, man. I know first John O'Connell and then geez, just getting all the bad guys, all the bad guys. No, but hey, you know, uh, I forgot what his name is. And, uh, you know, I'm going to probably yeah, I'll reach out to him, we'll, you know, have a conversation. I know I know his profile. I forgot exactly what his name is, but I know his profile said he's, like, the most um, guy, like, killed on screen or something like that. But, no, I, um, I, I I have to go down his filmography because I know I've seen him in a lot of other movies. And I want to see, like, which movies that he's been in besides, of course, Spider-Man because it seems like, you know, he's been in a lot of movies. So, but, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I'll get him on the Vodka stream and see who wants to talk. I mean, it is – it has been 20 years since uh, Spider-Man came out, so – um, but yeah. Of course we'll talk about that. But yeah, here it is right here. Uncle Ben. Good old Uncle Ben. I mean I won't play the whole scene, but man. Now. Such a great scene, wasn't it? What do we have to talk about? 20 years ago today. With great. You yeah, changed. Great power. No, I went to Where's the line?
1: Are you afraid to figure it out? Stop lecturing me, please. I don't mean to lecture.
0: Such a good scene. Such a good scene. So sad. Aw. Aw. And of course, you know, the line of great power comes great responsibility, right? So, uh, I know I like the bad boys. What can I say? What can I say? So, we'll see. Let's try to get them on here. That'd be pretty sweet. Get them on the... um, Get him on the. I know. Rest in peace, Uncle Ben. We'll get him on the Vodka Stream. See if he wants to join. That'd be pretty sweet. And check it out, guys. A new Jackass series is coming to Paramount Plus. Which, of course, I still have yet to see Jackass Forever. I need to watch it because, um, obviously, you know I'm a, I love Jackass. So, uh, but apparently, they're going to be doing a whole new series on Paramount Plus, which makes sense. I mean, obviously, this the movie had. A new group of guys as well as the the other guys and you know johnny knoxville and all those guys can still be very much a part of this even though they're like 50 years old which is crazy to think about but they could still root the other guys on when they do stupid stunts and still do stupid stunts themselves but man i just it just kind of makes you wonder though man johnny knoxville now like 50 even like steve and just, you just gotta wonder, like, is there anything gonna be happening, like, when it comes to the effects that happen on, like, their brains? You know, just you just kinda wonder about that, man. I tell you, his name is Michael Papa John. That's right. That's right. That's his Twitter name right there. Thank you, Comedy Video. Michael Papa John, which is a very interesting name. And uh, yeah, like I said, I'll try to get him on. Try to get him on the Vodka Stream, and we'll talk about all the many times he's been killed on screen. So why not? Here's some concept art of that beautiful fucking Batmobile and that ash, the ash of the Batmobile right there. Goodyear tires too, by the way. You see that? We've got all that, and then here's Matt Reeves talking about the various wigs of Selena Kyle that he discussed with uh, Zoe Kravitz right here. Kind of, this is pretty cool. I like this. And I said, you know what, I'd love to do if you want to appear in this series of wigs is I'd love to have the first wig look totally real, so that way we think, True oh, that. this is this is the version of Selena Kyle. And then when Batman Bruce follows her home, that you see her remove the wig and you see her with the year one haircut, and you realize, oh. This person is not who I thought. She's constantly putting forth someone who she is not. So, who is that character? That all came from conversations with Zoe, and I said, "You know what? I'd love all to conversations do we with to Zoe." Hear- there you go. See, you gotta love a director who sits with the actress or actor and they collaborate on what's happening, what's gonna happen on the screen. So, there you go. Yeah, keep the wig. I know. I mean, I think a lot of us probably thought that that was like, you know, at first her real hair, but then at the same time. Matt Reeves wanted to go with the year one Selena Kyle hair, which is pretty awesome. Got to love that. Got to love that guy's enthusiasm. And hey, and then look at this, you know, just talking about this movie is a shit show. And I can't, you know what? And I, I feel bad for the people that are working on Fast X, the crew, because, you know, right now they're just kind of waiting around. Who knows what? Maybe, you know. I mean, this is what sucks when you have, you know, when you have somebody like I guess you could say Vin Diesel, <laughs> who's, who um has got a big, huge ego or something. I don't know. When when it comes to this franchise, I mean, obviously it's a beloved franchise, and I don't know if he's taking it for granted now. But I mean, this thing is just Fast X is just turning into more of a nightmare when it comes to uh, everything. We already, t- I mean, obviously we talked about Justin Lin and his breaking point. If you haven't seen. Uh, If You haven't seen that yet. I did do a film junkie shot. I cut out a film film junkie shot so you can see it on the channel about Justin Lin's breaking point point, which had a lot to do with Vin Diesel. And then there was even like um, the talk about how every day that they have that they don't continue shooting. There was like $600,000 was losing every day or something like that. I don't know. Some kind of number around there. And then, of course, they got Mr. Lewis Lauterer, whatever his name is, uh, who did the Transporter movies, did the first Hulk, or did the Incredible Hulk movie. He uh, now is on board. But, uh, I mean, but this budget is just going, is skyrocketing, because according to this, now, Fast X budget reportedly hit $300 million due to the cast salaries. Jesus I mean, you want a star-studded cast, but my God. I mean, yeah, you got Vin Diesel, who's probably, you know, obviously getting the most of it. You have Brie Larson. I always forget that she's going to be in there. We all know she's going to play—she's going to be playing some sister or cousin of Brian. I guarantee to you. And then, of course, we got Charlize Theron. We got Jason Momoa. I mean, this— this thing's going to end up this thing. This movie could end up making almost a billion dollars and it would probably barely make a profit just because of all the shit that's happening right now and all the money that's like being lost right now. But we'll see. But it's, yeah, it says right here in a new report from THR, the issues that have plagued facts, Fast X uh, were brought to light. It highlights everything that led to Lynn's exit, which includes a ballooning budget that is reportedly now at three hundred million dollars. And it was pushed to that point due to cast salaries. Universal has apparently spent uh, well over $100 million of the Fast X budget on casting for the film, which includes the franchise regulars, of course, Michelle Rodriguez, Ludacris, and Tyrese, who's going to be yelling his head off like he always does, as well as the big-name talent getting behind the wheel, including Jason Momoa, Brie Larson, and, of course, Charlize Theron. So these stars are typically pulling in nine and 10-figure salaries. So, yeah, this movie right here is really just... It's, uh, it's turning into a money pit. It could end up turning into a money pit. They better deliver, but who knows what's going to be happening when it comes to that. <sighs> Anyways. And then check this out. I'm excited because I'm a big Weird Al fan, but we got our first little teaser for the Weird Al biopic, which I'm excited for. I don't know how... I mean I, it's on Roku, so. but I'm excited for this. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Hope you guys are ready for this. Yeah! So funny. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's funny as hell. Right. Like sur- but I'm just kind of going like, hey, was Weird Al that ripped? Man, tell you what else pretty ripped in this movie. I mean, hey, why not? But yeah, I like it. Gonna be watching that. They just stopped. They just like filmed that. They they filming wrapped like a couple of months ago too, man. They're turning around that one pretty damn quick, so that's cool. That's right. Harry Potter's ripped, man. Tell you, I'm totally watching that. And then, of course, uh, we have this uh, right here from Jorge Velasquez, right here of Batman on the Horse, Dark Knight Returns. Very awesome. Uh, when I see stuff like that, I'm like, God, please! I want some of that. And if anybody ever does this to you guys, I I I love this uh, this Twitter handle called Kite Chaotic Nightclub Videos um and they also do pictures too but yeah if anybody ever does that whole thing where you know they they tap your beer to cause it to foam up just do this this guy has a perfect solution just (laughs) fucking spray it on everybody perfect solution right there (laughs) there you go solution there you go anybody ever does that shit to you because you know how fucking, you know, because your first reaction is, you know, and you start, you know, you start sucking it down and it's just spilling all everywhere. Nah, man, just put your thumb right there and start spraying the person that did that to you. Yeah, there you go. I like it. I like it. And then, uh, you know, let's take a moment um, for Miss uh, Elizabeth Olsen since we're going to be talking about Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. She was, uh, this is what she had to say last night at the premiere.
1: Just going to be Doctor Strange 2 premiere. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness.
0: Just going. <laughs> I mean, is she selling like an adult video? I mean, what's going on? I mean, I dig it. She's wearing like the suit. Nothing underneath. Just button right there. I mean, it's pretty hot. I will say that. It's kind of uh, interesting. It's still weird that she's the little sister to the Olsen twins. It's so crazy. It's really crazy that that's the case. But, but yeah, there you go. That's something to uh, you know get steamed up about right there. But again, what she was dressed as, like her, her outfit at the Doctor Strange premiere was v- way better and hotter and whatever the hell, way more beautiful than anything at that fucking Met Gala. I mean, Jesus Christ, rock that shit. Come on. So there you go, Elizabeth Olsen, telling you to go see that. And then here we go, guys, the first series of the 2022 season, Dodgers versus the Giants. That's right. So, yeah, that's the record. I mean, I guess uh, it says not separating the Giants and the Dodgers since last year. Tonight, the longtime rivals battle for the first time. Oh, man, what a season that was last year. And what, this year, too? I think they're adding to it, so. It's gonna be a battle gonna be a battle never liked her well geez something wrong with you man something wrong with you anyways um and then speaking of fuck all right the las vegas athletics are the a's it's gonna happen the a's this is the attendance last night at the a's game okay wow that is really really bad people are not going to the a's games I mean, I, I mean, if the Giants were playing in there because it'd be like the Cross the Bay series, it'd be a lot more people. But, man, and I get it, it's a Monday night, but, man, that is really bad. Apparently, it was an attendance of 3,500 people, man. I mean, it's partly because people are losing interest in baseball, which sucks. There's, like, that issue. But also, it's just, uh, you know... The city of Oakland is just not doing anything for their team right here. That's why they're going to end up going to Las Vegas. So Las Vegas is just going to take both Oakland teams. We're going to have the Las Vegas Raiders and the Las Vegas Athletics, man. So, yeah, the A's is short for athletics, Eric. Um, So Montreal deserves a new team. Montreal, yeah, man, I remember when they had the Expos. And then we got an image right here of Mark Hamill with Rosario Dawson on the Book of Boba Fett. Apparently Mark Hamill did acting for it, even though they had the actual stand in with the, uh, you know, with the with his young face, which was weird. But apparently Mark Hamill was also acting along, you know, doing the scenes as well, which that that's weird to me. I don't quite get that. But a lot of people were posting these images right here of Mark Hamill actually on set dressed up as Luke Skywalker. I mean, they're probably doing it because, hey. You know, it's cool to see Mark Hamill on set with the with the with the with the old um, Luke Skywalker haircut and wearing the all all the black and everything. So, you know, it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And yes, listen to Mr. Marr right here. Go see the Northman. It's a must see. It's a must see just for Skarsgård's abs. That's right. So much visual stuff. You got Bjork right there. I mean, come on. It's crazy. And then, of course, Miss Anya Taylor, joy. But yeah, there's there's Mark Hamill again on set holding Grogu. Oh, how adorable. That's precious. You know, this person right here, of course, was bringing it back to the when George Lucas visit, visited the set of the the Mandalorian and was holding on to Grogu right there. So kind of cool. You know, so much history right there. You got to love seeing stuff like that. Uh, okay, and then speaking of Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. All right, so last, so this is funny, and I love this. I love this because I thought Kevin Feige was in charge of this whole thing. Like, you'd think that he would have had a say, but apparently maybe he didn't. But as you can see with the title of this uh, article right here, it says, Kevin Feige thinks Doctor Strange 2 trailers have spoiled too much. I'm like, well, you're running the fucking thing, dude. What's going on? Maybe, maybe uh, Disney. I guess Disney, the Disney overlords, you know, they're the ones running it. But, yeah. So, basically, this is what he had to say last night. He said, there's been too much in the trailers. I don't want to talk about anything else. But I will say, Sam has made this movie to be experienced on the on- – on as a big screen as possible, on a big screen as possible, and it's even the first one in a long time that th- that 3D was really taken into account too. Because the first Doctor Strange film, I think, was out of uh, was out of the best film ever in 3D, and this um, this one now will be right alongside it. Well, it should be better, to be honest, if you're thinking about it. But yeah, I just love the fact that Kevin Feige. Himself, the guy who runs, the, the 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 dude who gets final cut say, who who basically approves b- a lot of things, is going like, yeah, there was too much in the trailers, too much, which just kind of shows you that the fucking mouse has the last say. Hmm, that fucking evil mouse, man. Oh yeah, Mister Mickey, Mickey Mouse. I can't do a good Mickey right now. I can't get my voice that high. I almost... I tried. I tried to do that whole little Mickey Mouse kind of voice, but that's just kind of funny right there. Kind of funny right there. It's very interesting. Very, very interesting. So, I don't know. We'll see, but I'm like, wow. The fact that Kevin Feige said that, I'm like... (laughs) Makes me laugh. Makes me laugh a little bit. All right, so let's talk about the multiverse of madness and see what people are saying. You know what I love, guys? I love this. I love the fact... And I and I tweeted it last night because people, you know, obviously went to the uh, premiere and then a a lot of people around the world got to get a press screening and then pretty much the embargo was lifted. And I'm like, oh, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. There's a discourse. Yes, there's a discourse. There's a discourse. It's not a bad one though it's still still getting majority of popular fucking reviews but I just love the fact that not everybody was like yeah it's a lot of fun it's great and it's just blah 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 but of course a lot of us were really excited because watching the clips watching the trailers and everything that we've seen about it we see the ramey isms we see the Sam ramey isms okay even with the trailer you, you know, normally when you see a trailer to like one of the an MCU movie, unless it's an actual person that you're going to recognize, they don't say from director blah, blah, blah. They don't say that. Did they say that about John Watts and all the Spider-Man movies? No. Did they say that about Peyton Reed? No. They said in the trailer from director Sam Raimi because he's got a fucking name and he's got a style. So that's what I loved seeing is the fact that there was that but currently, right now, guys, and of course, yes, I'm gonna to go to the Devil Fruit <laughs> site. But currently, right now, it's at 80%. Wow. 131 reviews right now. Currently. Um, it says Dr. Strange, the multiverse of madness, labors under the weight of the spalling MCU, but Sam Raimi's distinctive direction cast an inner entertaining spell. Okay, so some people are just not too happy of the fact that it doesn't feel like a normal MCU movie, which I say, fuck you. That's a good thing. Okay, so mainly we're seeing all kinds of good stuff. Richard Roper right here saying this is this one, this is one of the weirder Marvel movies yet, which I am glad to hear that. Okay, and I don't know what's going on right here. Uh, That's all messed up. Multiverse of Madness hurdles its characters from one reality to another, shedding the blandness of its opening stretch and giving Raimi, bless him, room to do things his way. That's the kind of shit that I want to hear. As the film unfolds, Raimi's hiring proves... Ever more inspired. Thank you, Richard Lawson of Vanity Fair. That's what I want to hear. When I hear stuff like that, I'm like, yes, 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 please. Multiverse of Madness is overstuffed with the usual fan bait, but it's also undeniably a Sam Raimi movie and a remarkably good one at that. There you go. Again, that's what I want to hear. Let's see another good one out here. It says, Clearly, these superheroes are never going away. However, if all Marvel movies are as smart as Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, it won't matter. Wow. Another praise saying how smart it is. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is a creature feature loaded with surprises. Something number 42 I don't know what that says. Um, the uneven visual effects fuels nearly nonstop action in a brisk runtime. Tremendous lead performances aid a script with gaping plot holes, which, yes, the runtime is only two hours and six minutes, which is very surprising. And I was very worried about that. But uh, hey, at least at least it goes through, goes through. Here's another one praising Remy. Everyone's excitement welcoming Remy back. Remy back. To the superhero fold was well worth it. Marvel's latest entry is worth seeing just to watch an adept at his craft cast, his signature dark magic. Okay. I'm just loving all the Raimi praise, okay? Uh brisk, messy, and campy genre fair that feels caught between studio mandated story beats and its director's love for intimate horror. Yes. The result, a reasonably diverting superhero flick that nearly fully taps into Raimi's morbid imagination. I'm just loving all the Raimi praise. Okay, loving it. But we got to look at some of the bad ones, too. We got to look at some of the bad ones, too. Those are some of the recent, uh, recent ones right there. But yeah, some of the rotten ones. Let's see what we got here. You could feel the production and overall plan seeping into the storytelling. It weighs uh, in ways that Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness doesn't entirely have the strength to overcome. All right, so that wasn't really that was more on the fact that every one of these MCU movies always has to be like, hey, but there's another one coming. There's another one coming. Robert right here says, "Madness is one of the um, one of the last object- uh, adjectives that come in uh, come to mind when describing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness." Ooh. Multiverse of Madness doubles down on Spidey's intergalactic exploits to exhausting effect. Hmm. Unfortunately, the magic excuse uh, the pun, is missing as Sam Raimi's curious misstep never has a feeling of urgency, a film that spins its wheels, leaning on prolonged, needless action sequences meant to distract us from the, f- uh, the flimsy narrative. So some people not liking the fact that, you know, it's Sam Raimi right here. In terms of Raimi's uh, back catalog, it's more Spider-Man 3 than The Evil Dead. Ouch. I love the Evil Dead. You guys know this, but yeah, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has officially jumped the Stark. <laughs> oh, good on you, Mister Johnny L.S. Skidsky from the New York Post. Wow, that was crafty. I, you know, crafty little quote right there. All right, so yeah, so there a lot of people are saying it's messy, it's rushed, and yeah, I do expect that. Um, you know, but at least, at least. There's more praise than there is uh, than there is not, I guess you could say. Uh, let's see. Hits the ooh and ah marks we expect from a well-crafted Marvel adventure, but even with Sam Raimi at the helm, the entry goes heavy on the spectacle but light on the humanity. Okay. Still a positive review, I guess you could say. Multiverse of Madness employs two powerful assets um, for Strange's latest outing, Sam Raimi and Elizabeth Olsen. A lot of people, when I saw online, were giving a big praise to Elizabeth Olsen, who we saw, of course, wearing that lovely pantsuit with uh, no shirt underneath. Apparently, her performance is really good. It was really, really good. They praised the absolute shit out of her. And, uh, you know, some people are making the joke that it's actually more of a Wanda movie, more of a Scarlet Witch movie than it is an actual Doctor Strange movie. Raimi easily slips back into his horror filmmaking roots and manages to infuse this sequel with as much horror as the MCU allows him. See, I love that. And this is from somebody from Bloody Disgusting, which, of course, you know, they're Sam Raimi fans because of his horror background and the fact that he's arguably made one of the best horror movies ever with the Evil Dead. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff. I just like to hear all the Raimi praise. As events unfold, Raimi's hand becomes more and more apparent, and that's a good thing. Just stuff like that. Stuff like that that I like to hear. So, but again, go in it. You know, don't listen to this shit. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's funny, too. I felt sorry for Mr. uh, Mr. Roka. He posted his disappointment for it and he got fucking ratioed on Twitter, you know, uh, and I like John because, you know, he's been on the vodka stream in a great conversation. But apparently he wasn't really digging it that much and really put it out there. I mean, he did say like some people and, you know, he was one of them that was, I guess, when you have a Marvel cinematic, you know, the, the formula, the formula that. That Feige and everybody is, you know, kind of crafted up and it kind of diverts that. But the thing is, there's people like me and there's people like you. There's people like a lot. There's a lot of people out there that just need a little bit of a break from that formula that really does. You know, in some movies, some directors will come in and just kind of break the mold a little bit, break that formula. Like, hey, let's inject some of this. And, you know, from what I've seen with the, the visual, the visual shots and the way that he puts the camera and you could tell there's a lot of horror elements to it. I'm looking forward to it because I'm a Sam Raimi fan. I mean, do yourself a favor, go down and just. Watch everything, I mean, yeah, go back and watch the original Spider-Man movies that he did, sure, but at the same time, go watch The Evil Dead, go watch Evil Dead 2, Army of the Army of Darkness, go watch Darkman, for God's sakes, you know, drag me to hell, watch that movie too, you know, Sam Raimi is just, you know, when it comes to his... His signature filmmaking, uh, I just, I love it. So that's why I think I'm going to enjoy this movie. I'm sure I'm going to have some gripes about the fact that it's going to be rushed and messy and stuff like that, that some people are saying. But to me, it's sounding like it's it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I just wish that runtime, I just wish that runtime was... Just about 20 minutes more. I'm like, even though I haven't seen the movie, I just it just seems like that movie needs another 20 minutes to a half hour, maybe 40, I don't know. But I haven't seen the movie yet, so I can't really judge it by that. But you know me, I like I like it when they flesh out stuff, you know, and they flesh out story and characters. And there's a lot of shit that's supposed to be happening in this movie. But it's just some of the tweets I saw, man. Like, you know, when people are saying, like, hey guys, you know, tell you. Expectations, you might want to, you know, bring it down a little bit if you're thinking that, you know, Ben Affleck's Daredevil is showing up. It's like, see, that's the thing. That's the bad part about where we are right now when it comes to this shit, too, is the fact that Everybody gets all hyped up and jazzed up and everybody's going, OK, OK, there's going to be cameos, cameos, cameos. You know, everybody's going to show up. Oh, my God, is Howard the Duck going to show up again? I don't know. It's something they just everybody starts freaking out of who's going to show up, who's going to show up, what's going to show up. You know, and the whole thing about, oh, my God, Tom Cruise, Superior Iron Man and stuff like that. I mean, gets to the point where actors who are possibly on a short list for these characters might show up. I mean, it's just stuff like that. It's just stuff like that. And and mind you, there are spoilers out there, and please do not say them in the chat. And you know, you're at your own risk if you haven't. If uh if you're looking at the chat, so I'm just saying, but um, but yeah, I think people just kind of get when when people pe- people do get their expectations a little too high. It's like just go in and enjoy the meeting. See, I'm just going in because I like the, the original Doctor Strange movie is is one of the it's top tier, it's top tier MCU. It's up there, okay. It's up there with your Iron Man, your Winter Soldier, your Infinity War. I think the original Doctor Strange, Scott Derrickson did a fantastic job, visually stunning, uh, and I thought, you know, Mr. Comberbatch uh, was just an excellent choice to do it. And then, of course, he became, you know, Doctor Strange became like an all-star throughout the other movies. Man, Doctor Strange has really gone through some shit. Um, But when it came to this movie, I mean, obviously this was going to be a movie that was going to be... There's going to be a lot of input from the studio, but the fact that they got Sam Raimi, who is, you know, just just one of my favorite directors. That's what gets me excited. That's what gets me excited about that, even though hmm, even though like uh, I know there's going to be some issues when it comes to condensing everything in two hours and six minutes. That's the only thing I'm kind of worried about. But in Sam Raimi, I trust I trust I trust the man. So, yeah, watch out if there's anybody posting spoilers. <laughs> I know. It's like any that there's like the week of of a big movie, it's like you got to risk. We got to risk some fucking, yeah. Restore the Raimi-verse that Aaron Bailey says. Yes. Restore. I mean, and of course he's talked about possibly doing like, like somebody asked him, are you going to do a Spider-Man 4? He says there hasn't been any conversation about that. I mean, it would be sweet. To get Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi back together, do one more, two. I mean, it would. Ah, I mean, somebody has talked about how take like the idea of Logan, you know, old man Logan, that idea, and just bring it to Peter, even though Tobey Maguire hasn't. You know, he's only aged like he's only aged like two and a half weeks since the last Spider-Man. Um, but I'm just saying, like, have that. You know. Have in his world, in their world that they created, have the last Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man go like the the Logan kind of route, make it darker, you know, or something. I don't know. That's just that's just me. Sam Ramen noodles. That's right. I like it. I'm still excited for it. I'm seeing it on on Thursday uh, on a big, huge IMAX screen. So nothing stopping me, guys. Nothing stopping me. I'm glad. I'm just so glad there's a discourse and not everybody's just going, i MCU, glug, glug, glug. I'm just, it's not just that. Fun. Glug, 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 glug. You know, that's you know how we always just like, oh, it's an MCU movie, so it's always going to be praised. Anytime there's a discourse, I'm like, there we go. I like it. <sighs> All right. Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller. Yeah, somebody clipped that. But yeah, Amanda Waller. Um this was uh, just revealed today. And it's funny, too, because, you know, I was like, what was going to be the set? And I, I didn't want to talk about the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp thing, you know, today, because, you know, I'll, I mean, I'll update it when there's more stuff. I mean, yes, there's more stuff that happened. Maybe I'll we'll, we'll do a topic about that tomorrow. But I was like, "Nah, let's talk about the possibility of like this great series, because who wouldn't want a, an Am, a Man, Amanda Waller spinoff series? I mean, Jesus Christ, you got Viola Davis, who's a fucking powerhouse. Why would you want to raise her like that? You know, we've we've seen her three times now. She does make an appearance in Peacemaker. It's it's very, it's very small. But at the same time, it's like, oh, is James Gunn setting something up for her? And apparently that's what was the case. Um, it hasn't been set in stone yet, but according to Deadline, it says Viola Davis is in talks to star in Peacemaker spinoff in the works at HBO Max. Now what's funny about this is I saw some people not too happy that they, f- that they called it a Peacemaker spinoff. They're like what? It's Suicide Squad. What? I mean t- and I'm just going relax, relax okay? Relax. I swear sometimes fandoms, fans, fanboys and girls need to relax a little bit. I get it. It's more of a Suicide Squad spinoff i get that but at the same time the last thing that came out of this world is peacemaker and i you know i'm sorry to say this but it was a hit people actually enjoyed it even me i actually enjoyed it too and i didn't think i was going to but people did more of like hey that's more been in the conversation than suicide squad let's face it peacemaker was you know more in the conversation but man it's like, relax, guys, I get it. It says Peacemaker, not Suicide Squad. To be honest, I, I'm just surprised they don't call it the gun universe or gunverse or whatever the hell they call it. But then again, that would sound that would sound weird. Gunverse, I mean, geez, not politically correct, right? Viola Davis, uh, Amanda Walder is the latest DC character. Character, uh, DC Comics character, getting the small screen treatment. Deadline understands that HBO Max is developing a Peacemaker and Suicide Squad. There you go. There, they said Suicide Squad right there. Spinoff series featuring the supervillain with Davis in talks to star and executive produce. Watchmen writer Crystal... Henry will write and executive produce the series, which comes from Warner Brothers TV. It comes after Deadline revealed that James Gunn, who will executive produce the project, was working on a second Suicide Squad spinoff series. He told us in January that it was connected to this universe and won't be as much comedy as Peacemaker. There you go. That should, that should, uh, is that okay for some of the, uh, Some of the fans out there is the fact that, hey, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to have as much comedy as Peacemaker, which that's the point of Peacemaker. And that's what I kept on saying. And, you know, that we've had conversations like, it's not supposed to be serious. It was supposed to be a literal shit show, but it was supposed to be, like, just ridiculous and off the cuff. And to be honest, it's like, man, this could easily take place in the Harley Quinn universe of the show, the cartoon, or whatever the fuck. But of course, if you're going to have Amanda Waller lead another series. I mean, you know the the first thing that I thought about, the first thing I thought about when I read about this and I went, "Oh. Oh. Perfect opportunity to bring Deadshot back." I mean, I know Will Smith has kind of been, you know, not in the public eye, but you know, there'll be some time before Before that all blows over and we'll be okay and hopefully, you know, he uh, gets the help he needs and everything's going all good. But I just thought, how awesome would that be if, you know, there's something that involved getting Deadshot back and Will Smith playing Deadshot? A boy can dream, right? That's what I'd want to see. But, I mean, who knows? It's probably not going to be the idea but i mean it's just like oh come on come on come on just bring them back i mean and then you know and uh like how you said release the air cut right there but um yeah (laughs) but uh yeah i mean imagine if they were to release the air cut obviously it would happen before this series would go into production or whatever the fuck and just to remind people that hey remember amanda waller yeah Look at how badass, remember how badass she was in the first Suicide Squad? And then remember, you know, remember some of these characters? And then you could bring some of these characters. Katana, can you imagine if Katana came back too? I don't know what they want to do. I mean, uh, Jose, I know you're out there and you talked about a Secret Six kind of like, what if they incorporated the Secret Six in, in this series as well? Which, you know, could have some dead shot in there, right? You know, I don't know. I'm just saying. Like uh, when I when I read that tweet, Jose, I was like that, that, that could be a way to bring that into this universe, too. You know, so I don't know. There's just so many things. Secret six. Yeah. Not sinister six. Secret six. Yes. Secret six. Um, but yeah, so I'm just kind of going like there's a lot of potential right here. And I think it could be something pretty damn fantastic. You know, so. That's not all go crazy. <clears throat> All right. So. Now, Black Adam. Yeah, it's very much. Let's uh, uh, let's talk about this. Now, this is funny because obviously we know that Black Adam got delayed. He got delayed. He was supposed to be out this summer, but now it's going to be pushed to what, October now. And, um, you know, a little disappointing. A lot of people are like, well, why the fuck are they doing that? Well, it de- they delayed everything. And. Obviously, there could be many reasons why they delay stuff. I mean, we, you know, everybody comes up with their, with their uh, conclusions when it came to the Flash, which who knows? I mean, you know, that's a whole can of worms right there, of course. Um, but at the same time, you know, and, and, and the fact that I've talked to VFX artists, it, it does, it is kind of nice, I guess you could say, when VFX artists can have a little bit more time in uh you know finishing the movie and making sure the vfx looked pretty top top tier you know we've all seen the uh the final little battle of black panther because they decided to reshoot the last fight and then it was like hey you got like a month to fucking do the to do the vfx and that's just no good but according to um Mr. Producer uh Hiram Garcia producer who of course works with uh Dwayne Johnson a lot uh, he says right here, he says uh, the v- that the VFX backlog is to blame for Dwayne Johnson's film release date shift. So he says right here, I think we're just in a world right now where there was a huge and understandable freeze up when the pandemic hit and a lot of productions were put on hold, said Harem. Um, who, a uh, recent interview, talked about the, the Young Rock. Now that the industry has really roared back, the pipeline for VFX is so jammed. Obviously, all these superhero movies just require so much VFX, and we're just in a situation where the majority of VFX houses are just completely swamped with work. So that's what he's talking about. The backlog. The backlog of VFX. They're busting their ass. And we're so grateful for all those VFX houses. It feels like things are starting to collaborate, uh, calibrate. And I think you'll start to feel less shifts down the line. So he's given some insight about it. We're excited about it. And we're really excited that the way the movie's been looking and excited to finish it and get it out into the world. So we're saying all that. Okay. So I think we're, you know... Yep, there's that. But of course, we did hear a little rumor that yeah, the test audience wasn't the best, and so maybe they there will be tweaking things. But at the same time, that's what I don't like about when they do test audience screenings because a lot of the VFX aren't complete. So maybe, just maybe, okay, and I'm being optimistic here, is maybe one of the biggest complaints when, of course, every person who is part of the test audience has to take a little survey and maybe the biggest complaint was the VFX, the VFX maybe been the, the biggest complaint. So like, all right, let's postpone it a couple few months and so we can get better VFX and whatever. So fingers crossed, that's what it is. And hopefully they don't try to like, all right, we got to reshoot this, got to reshoot that. I got, you know, hopefully they don't freak out about stuff like that. That's what I'm hoping. But at least. There's something mentioned about it, right? At least there was that. Okay, so we'll see. I'm still excited for it. What is it? The DC, the the hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change. All right, Brock. Well, you have been saying that for like seven years. Better meet up, you know. Better meet up expectations now. It's fine. All right. Now, follow up to this Bill Murray story. uh, I didn't talk about it yesterday because, you know, because there was a lot of other things to talk about. And uh, personally, I just forgot. (laughs) But apparently, um, you know, remember when Bill Murray on the set of um, uh, something mortals, mortal life or whatever the hell it's called? Aziz Ansari's first directorial debut, his first movie that he was directing, got, you know, put on hold because apparently Bill Murray did something inappropriate and they had a halt. And do investigation and stuff like that. But now, I mean, over the weekend, he basically um, was talking about it. So here's what he had to say. He was just saying being mortal. That's what it's called. It's with uh, CNBC.
1: How could I be so inaccurate and so insensitive when you think you're being sensitive to some sensibility that you've had for a long time? So uh, we're talking about it. We're... I think we're going to make peace with it. I'm very optimistic about that. You know, I'm, I, you have to be. And um, you know, I, I I think it's a sad dog that doesn't that can't learn anymore. I really think that's a really sad puppy. that can't learn anymore. I, I don't want to be that sad dog, and I, I I have no intention of it. Um, I what would make me the happiest would be to, you know, put my boots on and, and for both of us to go back into work and and. And be able to trust each other and and work at the work that we've both spent a lot of time developing, the, the the skill of, and 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 hopefully do something that's good for more than just the two of us, but for a whole crew of people, a whole crew of movie makers, and and uh, the movie studio as well. So you're you're talking it through right now. You're talking it through with her. You're talking it through with the studio. With... Uh, well, not with the studio, just with her and, and her. The people that are helping her. So her. That's um. That's first things first. Yeah, that's, that's good to hear. Um, you said you were reflecting on some of the things that you heard today in the meeting, and I take it it's in relation to some of these things, too? Or? I couldn't I could not connect it. I couldn't not connect it. I mean, I see these two brilliant fellas who are most proud in a way of their mistakes. You know, they.
0: OK, I don't have to watch the whole thing, but, you know, he basically said that he thought the, you know, he was just being Bill Murray. And apparently it came off as inappropriate. And what we talked about, what I was talking about, too, and what other people have talked about when this news came about is, you know, I mean, look, the guy is in his 70s. He's been around for a while and maybe he thought, oh, yeah, normally I'm Bill Murray and I just kind of say some things or ha ha ha, you know, and I'm I'm just that guy. And it got taken the wrong way. That's why he said her. And I'm like going, OK, see, we were kind of wondering what did it have to do with somebody else? Was it male, female? Which one was it? And yeah, maybe something happened. He got a little too flirtatious or did something and was like, you know, kind of like put his arm around her or like, I don't know if he gave it like a little, you know, ass pat or something like that. I don't know. I don't know exactly. He it's not he doesn't reveal exactly what happened. All he's pretty much saying is like, uh, I had a difference of an opinion with a woman I'm working with. I did something and I thought that I thought was funny and it wasn't taken that way. So testing, testing. What? So, yeah. So hopefully they can get back onto it. But it's just weird how like completely shut down a production. That's what's weird. That's what's weird. Um, That's what I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know what you guys think. What do you guys think? It's not abusing if I'm protecting him. Oh, OK, is that what it is? OK, no, but I just want to do. Uh, yeah, I wanted to see what you guys had to. Uh, say about that. But I think we all kind of agree that, you know, it's Bill Murray. He's a treasure. But at the same time, yeah, he probably he's old school and he probably just crossed a line that he wasn't that he can't really cross anymore. Who knows? Probably assaulted her. Is that what you think? Hmm. Really think so? I know. I'm just kind of wondering, like, what exactly it was. Was it words? Was it anything? I mean, I think more is going to come about. But at least he's speaking out about it. And hopefully he doesn't get fully canceled, but at the same time, he would probably be like, all right, whatever, you know, I've already, I'm already uh, on on my last few years, last decade. So, but hopefully they can get back to it and be okay. That's, that's all I hope. But, you know, Bill Murray, Bill Murray's Bill Murray. No excuses though, I guess, if he did something really bad all right so that's all the uh topics right there um let's go ahead and go to the twitter questions oh also too i wanted to uh don't forget i i posted a uh a poll which i'm trying to figure out exactly how i could pull the poll pull the polls into um into the actual live stream um, I haven't worked that out yet, but there is a function that I could do. And I asked, I even, I, I did ask, hold on, let me pull up, uh, let me pull up this first. Now, there's not many questions, not many Twitter questions. <laughs> there isn't many, many many Twitter questions, but okay. Um, uh, so the poll was right here, where basically it's, uh, it's. A, I asked you guys, does the fact that people are saying Dr. Strange 2 is too Raimi make you want to see it more or less? And eighty-three percent of you said more, so that's good. That's good. I like to hear that because, like I said, I love Sam Raimi, and I I love I want to see some Raimiisms. Mister Eric, hey Dave, who's the character you'd most want to pop up in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, who hasn't already been revealed or teased? P.S. Odds for a longer director's cut being released. Um, I mean, Deadpool. I mean, it hasn't been, and there hasn't been really any kind of reveal, but I thought, like, well, it would have been kind of cool to see Deadpool finally get brought into, brought into the MCU in some form or fashion. But, yeah, I think Deadpool, but I don't think that's, that, 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 I mean, there's, there's been teas you know, there's been a tease that possibly he's going to be in there, but... It's not been fully revealed. I mean, pretty much we all we know that Professor X is going to be there. We know that Captain Carter is going to be in there. I mean, those are all just kind of revealed already. And then, of course, you know, be careful because there's been some other leaks, which I'll not talk about. And please don't talk about it in the chat. But yeah, I would say like a Deadpool or something like that. Yeah, Deadpool would have been cool. (laughs) Or these guys, this version of Fantastic Four. That's Right. Ronak, messy movie getting good review now? That sounds like bias. But anyways, since you like bad guys, who would you kill? Uncle Ben or Thomas Martha? What? Who would I kill? I don't like bad guys. I wouldn't want to kill anybody. What are you talking about? you are crazy. No, but uh, yeah, the messy, uh, messy movie getting good reviews. It's getting, It's getting. It, it's been getting good reviews all day, so that's good. And then Mr. Soup's Kenobi, after watching Rogue One, Dune and the Batman, I have to say Greg Frazier is fast becoming one of my favorite cinematographers working in the industry at the moment. I mean, look at this shit. You're right. The man shoots a good film. So There's some shots from Dune, Rogue One. And then of course the Batman. Yeah, the guy's uh he's up there, he's getting up there, man, when it comes to uh being a man to shoot these damn movies. Looks pretty damn good. Looks pretty damn good. Get a girl posted a question, reboot the page. Uh-oh, uh-oh. What did you ask, Nikki? Let me see. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Me trying to explain to uh Mattia why Battenson is now my Batman. All right, I guess I gotta show you. So she's giving you a Charlie Day. Is that what's happening in the chat right now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> you got a cigarette and you got, you're got you doing like the whole thing. It's all right, you can't, you know. I don't think you could explain it to him. He's too, you know, he's too much, uh, you know, he's too locked in. It's either Snyderverse or nothing, right, <laughs> Matthieu? Nah, it's fine not for everybody, but hey, I liked it, but, you know, Batfleck is still my favorite Batman. Still is. Still is. And the Batman, you know, Dark Knight's still my favorite Batman movie, but Pattinson and Batman, or, and the Batman is still pretty much, still up there, and, you know, I'm probably gonna watch, I don't know, every weekend I'm probably gonna have it on, because I I loved it, so... Anyways, guys, all right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I appreciate you guys uh, stick it, spending time with me. Like I said, members only, I'm going to push that to Wednesdays. We'll do that Wednesdays now. So we'll do that tomorrow, and um, that way you guys can pick my brain. If you want to become a member... Become a member, hit the join button, support the channel like that. Of course, it's got the Patreon down there if you want to support it like that, or you know, get some other exclusive content. We have got the Film Junkie Closet down below that has you know shirts and stuff that I'm hope trying to thinking about revamping the merchandise. So we'll see what happens with that. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. That's it for the Tuesday. Be excellent to each other, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same Junkie time, same Junkie channel. Go Giants! That's right, Dodger fans. Go Giants. And you know, I'm going to be like, (laughs) tomorrow if uh, things work out tonight. So we'll see. All right, guys. Love you. Talk to you later.